what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up. Welcome to another week of Libby's Corner. This is kind of a short episode. And by short, I mean there's only like two segments. (laughs) I am currently working on a few series and then there's been some movies on on the way but because of Oscar time it's kind of like you know that's the focus right now when it comes to film so not a lot being dropped that I am venturing out to go see okay um but yeah I I I was able to finish Peacemaker and season one of Peacemaker and oh it's I just love my intuition and I love (laughs) when it pays off in a such a big way um this is a huge hit for HBO Max huge and DC huge and so um I'll be talking about that And then, um, also, I review Antlers, um, a little, little sound-some, um, that was also released, um, this week. So, that is all we will be working on today. Let's get on into it. So, I have dropped little hints um, about Peacemaker, the HBO Max slash DC, or do I want to say DC slash HBO Max um, TV series that, you know, I've just been saying how I've been watching it. And then if you follow me on on the gram or things like that, I really don't do Twitter. I just... uh, I did some stuff for DC when they had their fan day thing. Um, that was fun. Like, that was fun. Okay. I, I will admit I had a really good time doing that, but I don't do the Twitter. Um, but I am, I have been saying that this is a great show um, on, on the, on the SMs. Okay. Um, the season finale just aired today <sighs> and I, it did not disappoint it did not disappoint um for you know anybody that has not watched the show yet or didn't even know that it existed um the uh peacemaker tv series kind of just picks up right um after the Suicide Squad, you know, uh, it's ending. So um, we follow Peacemaker and a group of misfits, as I like to call them, as they are trying to stop an invasion um, of our planet. So uh, it's a spoiler-free review. And I always start things off with what I liked about the show and then what I, you know, go into what I did not like about the show. And so what I liked about the show is like, let me first say that this is the first show that I followed 
the podcast along with the show. So every week there's a podcast um, that HBO Max puts out um, called Podly. And I follow it on YouTube. I follow it. (laughs) I would watch the episode of Peacemaker and then I would go and find the podcast and watch it, you know, and listen to it. Um, That's the first time it's happened. So kudos there because I guess I have my own podcast. There are other podcasts that I listen to, but this is the first like companion podcast that I was like, ooh, okay. And I really enjoyed myself. So kudos there, first off. All right. Like, what's going on over there? Like, this is, I don't know, hands is on pulses over there. And I'm just like, what? What? Okay. So then, now let's get into the show. Um, this is helmed. There are different directors, first and foremost. Let's say that. But um, this is written by James Gunn. I'm a huge fan of James Gunn. So, yeah, I was going to like it. <laughs> um, I was going to like it. You know, I knew I was. Um, I just, I like his his style of writing and I also like his way with narratives and you know telling a story like I think he's a really good storyteller um the show is funny which just said you know will segue you know out of James Gunn being him and being amazing but will segue into the, the, the funny of this show it's like when it first came on, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch that, you know, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. And so I'm sitting there watching it and like the opening credits happen. And I was, I like laughed like a little kid. Like I had so much joy in my heart watching John Cena and the cast do this interpretive dance. <laughs> some. <laughs> some hair metal I just can't like I was like who thought of this of course James Gunn did and it just worked and it let you know immediately that this was gonna be campy that this was gonna be you know pulpy it was gonna be you know it was gonna have some horror elements it was you just knew like you were in for a treat and you were in for a ride um another thing about the comedy is that it wasn't like (sighs) overarching it felt very natural there wasn't there for me I didn't there was never a time where I felt like okay y'all just you're pulling it or you're pushing it too far it it made you think a couple times it did because I was like oh wait Okay, and of course, it's a spoiler free review, so I can't I'm not going to go into too much. So I actually want y'all to watch the show. Um, But yeah, I think the comedy is well constructed here to the point where when the dramatic elements happen, because they happen, they have to. Right. That's that's any perfect anything it has to have both sides of the spectrum so when those drama bits happened it was like oh 
Ooh, 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 And in the season finale, uh, um, until the season finale, these, like, bombs, these dramatic bombs would happen, and you'd just be like, oh, my heart. <laughs> you know, oh, let me wipe these tears away. Um, and especially in the season finale, I was like, okay, damn you. Damn you, Peacemaker, for making me cry. And, like, everybody had these moments where I was just like... <gasps> I'm not crying. I swear I'm not crying. <laughs> you know? Um, it was just so well crafted. And um, let's go and get into the cast. Because, you know, you can write all day. And um, it could be the most amazing thing. But if you don't have the cast to pull it off, well... And I'm not saying, you know, people are horrible actors. I'm not going to go there. I can't and I will not go there. But it's like if you have the wrong person or a person that doesn't fit that character, you know, it can tank us. It can tank a project. Um, that didn't happen here. I was here for it, especially Eagle. Okay, you need to know there is an eagle sidekick in this show, and he's amazing. Um, is it a he? It's a them because I don't know if it's a he or is it a he? Mm, I might have to rewatch just to make sure. Um, but yeah, like everybody understood the assignment. Everybody. And John Cena, I'm going to say this right here now. It needs to be a for your consideration when it comes to the enemies because the that is just some raw talent there. There were times where I was watching him, you know, interact, especially with Danielle Brooks. They had a really good connection. They did. Like, they played off each other so well. Um, but there were things he would do. There were mannerisms. It was a lot. <laughs> but there were, like, his responses to things that I said, this is, he's an actor. This is a... This is an actor right here, you know, um, and a damn good one. It's just natural. Um, so, yeah, he I, I don't know if y'all want to push that over at HBO. I don't know, but <laughs> I think you should. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yes, I, I did talk about Danielle Brooks a little bit, Miss. Uh, from, uh, you know, Orange is the New Black. I think she did amazing in Mahalia. Um, really think she should have gotten a nomination there, but okay, we'll keep it moving. Um, she plays uh, uh, Leota, um, and she ends up being, you know, really, really tight with Peacemaker. But it's everyone who's, who's tight here. Um, Chuck, who plays Mern. This is my first encounter with him. I guess he's in the upcoming Galaxies of the Guardian Volume 3. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. What a wonderful actor. And so deadpan. But then it's like... He he kind of was scary at the beginning. I'm not going to lie. And not scary because he's a black guy. No, we're not going there. But scary... <laughs> scary like... You got a secret. And it's kind of... 
right at the surface and I don't know how to what it I don't know what to do like I uh, you know it's like that but he did an amazing job and I guess he's like this amazing Shakespearean thespian and I didn't know that <laughs> but now I do um let's see oh gosh Adrian Chase um, was played by Freddie or Adrian or uh, Vigilante was played by Freddie Stroma. I love Vigilante. Okay, I can't. Like, I think everybody, like I said, understood the assignment and hit it out of the park. I really do. They did a really, really good job. Um, it was a, it's a fun show. You know, and the fight sequences, the helmets, like, oh my goodness. Before I wrap up what I liked, the music choice in, in this is hands down a bop. Hands down a bop. I, you know, was born in 1980. I don't care. Y'all do the math. Um, <laughs> I was born then, but like... So I was, I was raised with, you know, Run DMC, Public Enemy, like, of course, you know, of course. But then I was also raised on Poison and like Warrant and like Motley Crue. My dad was a huge Motley Crue fan. Um, you know, Paul Abdul, like I am a for real 80s baby. We listen to everything. Um, we, we listen to everything. But I love that the music here is like straight hair metal um, and the good one, like the good stuff, not just, you know, the fluff, the good, good stuff. And there's a moment um, where Peacemaker sits down at a piano and like plays a Motley Crue cut. And that's all I'm going to say. And I was just bawling the entire time. I was like, what? You know what? See, this This is what we not going to do. Okay? This is what we're not going to do. But y'all did it anyway. It was such a good show. Um, this is a major hit for HBO Max. I love being like the first on the camp, though, on the scene to watch. You know, and that's what drives cultures and like all the things just telling people about shows like this or content like this um it's just a fun time it was a great great show did amazing numbers continues to do amazing numbers and i am here for it i am here for it it has been greenlit for season two oh, the numbers are just too big for them not to not to do that. I will say, <coughs> excuse me, give anything away, okay? There is a huge, huge, <laughs> there's cameos all through this piece, okay, first off, all right? But there's a huge cameo <laughs> in the season finale that just blew my mind. I was like, what? It's 
so good. You gotta watch it. It's such a good show. Such a good show. And I can sit there and watch this straight through. You know, there's a <laughs> there's other shows that I'm working on right now, working on getting through, and I'm just like, <sighs> okay, okay, three episodes is enough, and I will come back later. You know, you like, you know. It's not that the, it, it, I don't want to say like the flow is off with those shows. I don't know what it is, but this one, this is, I can put it straight through and watch it and be cool and find out different things, look at different aspects, um, you know, that pop up and it's a really great show guys. And then that brings me to like what I didn't like about the, there, nothing, I, there's nothing I didn't like about it. I, I thought it was perfect. It's eight episodes. Eight, and I have said this before on this podcast how if you're out here and you're a content creator um you know screenwriter um keep it simple keep it simple uh-huh yep quit overblowing plots and character narratives and making it so convoluted that only like a smidgen of of the public gets what you're talking about like it's okay to be abstract it's it's totally okay because you know that's you can kind of derive your own meaning from things that's completely different than just overblowing things because for whatever reason right this kept it simple it kept it to the point it didn't extend its you know it didn't like overextend anything. It's eight episodes. Um, <laughs> I had spoken about that before, um, you know, last year or the year before that, um, the undoing. Um, it was so pretentious because it was so much, it was too much. Like I was like, y'all could, this could have been a movie, a single two hour movie. And we could have been done. <laughs> But y'all had all, all of this. And then all of this. And I was just like, oh my God, why? There's been other, you know, things that I've watched where I'm just like, what are you, wh- why? Why? So um, if you're trying to pitch something, if you're trying to sell something to any studio, not just, you know, of the flicks and of the, you know, Max and all of, of all these people, any keep it simple keep it simple keep it simple keep it simple and it's just not about the studios it's the audiences too like hey now if it's a good show i'll sit there and watch you know them 20 episodes it depends on what the show is but if it uh, more times out of more times than not i'm not trying to sit there all day like and watch you know what I'm saying keep it simple keep it simple don't and I'm not saying simple where I can it's like predictable nope you can keep a narrative you know on course to what (laughs) what needs to be said and you know accomplished you can do that and and still keep it simple it's you know you know, all right. So yeah, this show is really good. What, of course, what I would give it, it's a five out of five for me. Um, was not expecting it to be as brilliant as it 
turned out to be, even though, yes, I'm a huge James Gunn fan. I'm a huge fan of his. There's still like, you know, you still have that little like little part of you that's just like, I don't know, you know, let's see what happens. And I'm glad I was able to stick it out and like be a part of the first wave of this amazing show so yeah definitely check it out it is on hbo max i don't know if it's gonna be available anywhere else um yeah i think it's just gone on hbo max so or if you are subscribed to like uh, like through a third party like youtube or something you can watch it that way so all right that's my review on peacemaker So I was able to watch Antlers. Um, Okay. First, let me let me let me clear let me clear my throat. Um, I love me some Carrie Russell. Okay, that's my girl. Like, that's my girl. Um, now I, I didn't to the, was it Charity, Cassie or whatever her show was and she cut her hair and everybody lost their damn mind and they ended up like not watching the show because she cut her hair. Like I was like, oh, come on y'all, y'all doing too much. But, um, it was Waitress for me. Um, Waitress is one of my all time favorite movies by the late and great Adrian Shelley. Um, it's, it's just a perfect movie. Um, so I've just been following her, you know, ever since then. And she's she's just been chill, you know what I mean? I'm a, I thought they did her wrong in that Mission Impossible she was in. Was it three or four? I didn't like that. I didn't like how they did her character. I was just like, what? Um, <laughs> uh, but okay love her um she plays julia meadows uh, a teacher um up in oregon a small town in oregon um and along with her sheriff brother played by jesse clemens um they discovered that a young student is harboring a terrifying secret Um, this is produced. <laughs> this is produced by Guillermo del Toro. Um, who directs this? Scott Cooper is the director, and there's a ton of screenplay writers on this. It is based off of the short story by Nick um, Antosca, uh, who was also a part of the screenwriting team. It is rated R. Listen. Not Jesse Clemens. Jesse Clemens, my bad. I'm so sorry, Jesse. Um, Lucas uh, is, is played by Jeremy T. Thomas, and he did an amazing job. Kid actors, baby, listen. 
it's hard. It's hard um, to do these type of roles and you're a kid. These are not easy roles. Um, having said that, the cinematography is, is pretty good here. Um, you know, I always start out with what I like. Cinematography was good. Um, I like the ambiance. There are parts of the movie where it's just dark as all get out and, and foggy. And you're just like, oh my goodness. So it, it creates that just creep feel, you know. Um, very, very well. They did a really good job on that. Um, and that's where you, you can always tell when Guillermo's on something because the cinematography be popping y'all and the lighting and like I said that ambiance feeling it be snapping um, true facts I liked um, when when the stuff start going down and the the terrible secret or terrifying secret popped out and was like ta-da we about to do it that was really good too and then that's all that I have for the good oh my goodness so <clears throat> When the protagonist is a woman who has dealt with some things, um, I'm going to say this, and I, I really want people to just take it as I say it. There, it, it needs to be a feminine voice writing that, and dare I say even directing that producing that you could tell that there was a disconnect in in narrative and if this was a short story then it probably should have just been a short film now if this was a whole ass book then I could see it being in a whole ass hour and 39 minute movie. But given the fact that it wasn't, it felt very under underdeveloped. But I feel it has to do with the fact that we're, we're talking about or we're being, or we're being a part of this world that is feminine, but then none of the orchestrating hands involved were feminine. Um, and then there was just parts to it where I was just like predictable. Um, and the ending, I just was like, okay, okay, you know, and I, it has so much promise. Um, there was another thing too where I was like, okay, so why... Why are we talking about, you know, a native issue? And it really didn't, like, it started off with a native quote. And I was just like, okay, all right, we about to get into it. 
And then it really, when it came back up later on, it just, it was so muddled. Like the whole, like, it was just muddled. And I was just like, oh. So I see what happened here. You know, a very promising story that, you know, they tried to develop out into a whole, like I said, hour and 39 minutes and it didn't work. Um, but that's because the people that were involved were all dudes. And I I know that may sound harsh to some people, but it's like, if you have a protagonist that is a woman, then why is there no woman producer here (laughs) or a writer? It's just, it's very hard to stay connected to a story when I could tell the lens was not being operated by someone with that type of experience. (sighs) So I wanted more for the film. I really did. Um, It is on HBO Max, but it it is going to be available shortly, like, you know, everywhere else um, to rent and possibly to buy. Um, but yeah, I just, I wanted more for the film. It was okay. Um, I'm going to give it like 2.7 out of five snaps and call it a day. All right. Okay. So closing out this episode Um, I have to say, (laughs) and I think it's, it's cute that it's this topic, (laughs) given the fact that a large part of this episode was about my review of Peacemaker, protect your peace is, is my little light at the end of the tunnel for you guys. Um, We talk about boundaries a lot nowadays, which I think is good. I do. Um, Faulty boundaries end up being like faulty relationships, faulty friendships, faulty business partnerships. Like it, and it just keeps going, right? Um, But protecting your peace, there's so much going on in the world. It always is, right? And that's something for me that I was, you know, been working on. It's the world always spinning. It's always some kind of story spinning, some kind of drama spinning. Something is always popping off, right? And it's easy to get overloaded. It's, it is, um, especially with so much you know, commotion going on, especially right now. Um, and, you know, everybody has has anxiety and and is trying to make it through and figure out what the heck. And um, there's a lot of exposure going on right now as well. And so it's easy to get like just flooded with opinions and (laughs) feelings and like all the things and I'm just like hey I am going to protect my peace by shutting off (laughs) a lot of things um 
you know, out here, we just had, you know, the Super Bowl. And let me tell, let me tell you, okay, let me say it. The Rams are in Inglewood, which is a city in LA County. Um, and so I just had to, <laughs> there's so much going on behind that so much, but I was like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go too far deep, but I will say that. Um, so it's just cute that they're like, it's the LA Rams. And I'm like, I mean, it is, but technically it's the Inglewood Rams because that was the only space they could build the, you know, SoFi stadium. <sighs> but me personally, I've just been living life and like I drop in on on the social media social medias and then like hey you know this is what I'm watching or like (laughs) or like you know I'll drop a hey I'm doing good post you know what I mean because I did uproot my whole life to come to Hollywood so I do that from time to time but everybody's like, I want pictures. And so I, was like, I was like, no, <laughs> not that I don't have the pictures because I do, but they're for me. You know, I'm taking it back to old school, like having photo albums and like <laughs> not everybody sees my photo albums. And so, yeah, I'm just taking control of my life and taking control of the input and my output and then also just my piece um and it it's helped so much getting my head back to center on my mission and my purpose um my creative purpose and and all of that so it's all about just refocusing and putting putting my vision where it needs to be Not that I am ignorant of what's happening in the world because that's not, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't the tea. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like, so just protect your peace and whatever that looks like, that's what it looks like. It's not going to look right to everybody. It's not. Um, But if it looks right to you, then yes. Um, I think it's interesting how people expect others to behave without setting that expectation. And it's, that's just weird, but okay. (laughs) It's become a norm. Um, But yeah, like just protect your peace. How that looks like to you is going to be different. Um... And you just got to, not everybody in the audience or on on your feeds, is that a better term? Um, Not everybody is for you. Okay, let's be honest. Mm. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, and that's that's a really dark downside of social media. Like, it'd be people liking your stuff. They can't stand you. (laughs) you know what I'm saying it's just weird and so but by limiting like I said limiting the input that's coming in limiting the output that I'm or that you will be putting out it just helps like 
creating that boundary within yourself that I'm like, hey, my peace is at the top of my priorities right now. <laughs> so that's all for me. That is all for Libby's Corner. This was a short episode. Really wasn't a lot going on this year or this week. I'm um, working, of course, still on my Oscar nods and who I, I don't know, y'all. This is going to be weird. It's just a weird year. And um, yeah, I'm just kicking it old school, you know, taking my time. There's some things, of course, going on in the mix, but take care of yourselves drink your water and get your rest yes i say that every week i know because it's so important to stay hydrated and rest as best you can now if you can't sleep i can't help you with that at all but you can like because i i know for me if i just lay down like let my body rest that just helps a ton too but yes that's all i have for you this week i will talk to you later next week have a great weekend and bye